This episode is brought to you by my good friends at Huzo. Huzo is an acronym for human sound. Huzo delivers uniquely enhanced human toning sounds through headphones as well as through pads placed on your major acupuncture meridians on your body, which are your wrist and your ankles, thereby introducing a specific modulated frequency that are balancing and harmonizing throughout your body. One session takes about 30 minutes, and during that time, a strange series of tones create a natural resonance in your body that Huzo claims counteracts the harmful EMFs, toxins, and stresses you are exposed to during the day or just normal living, all while balancing the body, leaving you with a clear head, improved health, better sleep, and the feeling of calmness and well-being. You can try one at www.thisishuzo.com slash rebel. Use the code rebel25 to save $25. The folks at Huzo even have a great payment solution for you with terms up to 12 months. Check it out. I highly recommend this machine. It has changed my life and calmed me out. Thank you and enjoy this episode. The little tubes start getting clogged and now we're not getting the delivery per se of the ground substances of all those good things. And so now we've got a muscle that doesn't work right, right? We've got a joint that just won't heal. Welcome to the Rebel Health Coach Podcast with Tom Underwood. Armed with truth and knowledge, your journey to a healthy lifestyle can be obtained. Preventative wellness, quality nourishment, and daily fitness routines dramatically improve your outlook on life as a whole. And you'll find the support and info you need to accomplish a healthier lifestyle here. Together, we can empower each other along our journey to an amazing you. Welcome to episode number 117 of the Rebel Health Coach Podcast. Today's guest is Nikki Costello. She is a lifestyle coach with the Czech Institute and operator of My Whole Body. She has worked with Dr. Mark Barnes of Soma Physical Therapy on Rehabilitation of the Whole Body Health. Nikki specializes in resilience, recovery, and longevity. She is also an experienced Aldoa teacher. And Aldoa is a stretch in exercise that expands the joints to get fluid in. It's very difficult to do, but when you do it properly, it expands your joints and lets fluid into where fluid should be. Although those of us that sit at a desk a lot need this more than anybody, and this is a practice that's done by a lot of golfers and who are twisting and turning a lot, but also when you sit at your desk, it helps you with your posture. So Aldoa, and I can't even pronounce the word, so I'm not even going to try because I'll butcher it, but it is an interesting exercise. It was developed by Dr. Guy Voyer a long time ago, and he since taught it to many people. And Nikki happens to be one that took his class and is a practitioner of Aldoa. And her and I dig deep into this practice of Aldoa in this episode. And much of the practice is focused on the body's 
facial system in repairing and instituting its integrity. And it has quite a lot of components to it, but it's been practiced by a lot of professional golfers, as I said, like Tiger Woods and Stephen Curry, who's a basketball player. And uh, it's a very interesting, and I hope you enjoy it. She's also very trained in Pilates, and she's a personal trainer. So I hope you enjoy this episode as much as I had fun recording it because it was quite interesting. And she had me doing some twists and turns on this episode that are quite comical. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed the episode. Thank you for listening. And please review the show. I appreciate it very much. Thank you. And have a blessed day. Nikki Costello, welcome to the Rebel Health Coach Podcast. I am so grateful to have you today to discuss this much-needed topic that I have yet to talk about ever on this podcast, which is our body's fascia system and ALDOA. I appreciate you coming to join me. Thank you. It's, it's a, I feel I'm very grateful to be here and spread some, some good word, good news about the ALDOA and myofascial stretching system. It's been pretty profound, so I'm happy to share that with a much broader audience. It'll be interesting because it's uh, it's hard. What we're going to talk about is kind of hard to describe on vocally, but you have a wonderful website. We'll talk about your website and we'll talk about some of the things you offer on your website. But before we do all that, before we dive into this, this world of Eldo and our body's fascia system, why don't you begin by filling the listeners in on who is Nikki Costello, where you studied, and what was the catalyst for you getting into becoming a healer? I'll try, I'll try to give you the, the short end of it. <laughs> Take your time. Take your time. <laughs> yeah. Because you have quite an um, interesting story. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 it's a history. That's for sure. So I, you know, I just turned 42 on May 6th. I'm 42. Um, you know, the, the catalyst for me is, is my whole life was in activity. You know, I was born and raised in activity in gymnastics, ballet, track, cross country, the whole deal. Um, predominantly though, I was a, a competitive gymnast for the larger half of my life. Everything else activity wise was kind of secondary. What happened to me was that I you know, I basically ran my body into the ground as a as a competitive athlete. All of the gymnastics, you know, I had severe injuries, multiple injuries on top of injuries on top of injuries of uh, concussions, broken bones, fractured spine, all kinds of different things. And when you're younger, you think, okay, you know, you just keep going. You keep pushing through, you heal, you get better, you keep going. And kind of what happened to me was that as I, as I started to age, even though it was an early age, when I hit my kind of early, mid-20s, things really started to fall apart. It was compounded by, you know, I had been in car accidents and things like that that kind of put more layers of trauma into my system. 
And by the time I was in my mid twenties, I was pretty debilitated. Like I couldn't even, I loved to run. That was just something I loved doing competitively, but also just for my mind and my body, I really enjoyed running and I couldn't run for more than a minute or two without like getting stabbing sharp pains in my head, low back pain, knee pain, all kinds of different things. And so as I started to take the the route at that time of Western medicine, you know, I was basically introduced to, you know, you need to take all of these meds, you know, there's, there's horrible side effects you need to stop running. You can't, you can't, I was a road biker. You, you can't cycle anymore. You know, you're going to have to really start to change the way that you address your body. And you can't just keep, keep this, you know, hammering of your system going. And I understood that I needed to treat my body differently, but it didn't make any sense to me at all at that point that, you know, 24, 25, 26, I was going to stop doing the things that, that I really enjoyed. And so that's where I started heading down this road of alternative health. Um, and that's when I was introduced to the Czech Institute um, and things of that nature that started turning my head and, and shifting my gaze to, to let me, you know, that kind of intuitive feeling that there's, there are other ways out there, that this isn't the end of the road. I, had, I was actually uh, was sent to one of the orthopedics that that was one of the pioneers of PRP and stem cell injections. He used mm. to, he started doing stem cells with the Miami Dolphins. Really incredible guy. And um, even though that didn't seem like a road for me at that time, that was my first indicator because what they were doing was taking something that's already inside of our body, right, that we already have, and they're just delivering it to the places where the body is stuck, injured, and not healing properly. Mm -hmm. And so that kind of made sense to me. But at the same time, I'm like, why isn't my body just doing this on its own? You know, why, why isn't it just healing these areas? What's going on here? And so that really started to push me to seek out alternative care and alternative health practitioners to, to really figure out, like, how do I, how do I heal this? I call it the spacesuit, or some people call it the meat suit. How do, how do I deal with this vehicle that I'm in right now? There has to be a way. Yeah, to your point that, you know, it's like the body God gave us will heal itself given the right environment. But some of the things that you, you've been experienced and I've experienced in the past, and as we age, we lack those in our fascia system. Because as we age, you know, let's face it, most of us don't grow up learning how to stretch. Right. We learn how to push weights. We learn how to uh, hit things. We learn how, you know, we learn how to play sports that are, but nobody talks about, you know, other than the basic stretches before you warm up for a sport. Right. We don't practice that on a regular basis. And, you know, I know that you've really studied under some amazing people. I'm very jealous of Paul Check that you studied at Czech Institute. I love Paul Check. He's an amazing individual. Those people that are bringing awareness to stuff like this, like Paul Check, Ben Greenfield, you know, all the people that are talking about biohacking. This isn't really a biohacking, though. In a way, it's something that we should do on a regular basis. And I think that yoga, like yoga is becoming super popular yeah. and other things. But 
Where, what else? I mean, you studied under Paul Check. You started out as a personal trainer, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. With just a basic. Yeah. Started out as a, yeah. The funny thing is that I, <laughs> I started out as just a basic personal trainer at, um, a gym, at, uh, at a gym in Lexington, Kentucky, where I was going to school. And when I moved to South Florida, you know, I just continued on with that. And I worked with John Defendus, who was Mr. USA. And so at that, that time, I was very baked into like real strength training and bodybuilding, right? right. And like, <laughs> because that was John Defendus, right? That was right, the thing. Right. And so I, that's, that's kind of, kind of where, where that all started. So I, you know, I had this love for movement and, and, and all I wanted to do was, was share that with people. You know, I always had this passion to help people just be in their bodies and, and understand how movement can benefit them and help them feel better and things of that nature. But that was like the, the whole other end of it, right? Of really right. pushing the body and overloading the system and all these things. And I, and I paid for that. I mean, I also paid for that. I, you know, after working with him, kind of what started the road for me is so I, you know, I had a very dear friend, Terrence Thomas, who was, who had studied, done Paul Check's full system, right? He was fully trained and certified and done everything that Paul, Te- Paul Check teaches. And that's how I found the Czech Institute and started down that road with his holistic lifestyle coaching program. And at that time, I also got involved with Stop Pilates. Stop Pilates at that time was kind of the premier, and they still are, a system of Pilates, which was rehab-based. And so they really focused on, you know, they developed Pilates with a physical therapist, with movement specialists that started to look at, okay, how do we create joint integrity? Um, how do we look at a body as an individual versus just putting it into this system of this is what the whole class is going to do? You know, how do we how do we assess the body so that we can create programs for each each individual? That's when I also started doing yoga. I started doing yoga, the Bikram method, in two thousand and three. So I got really heavy into yoga as a physical practice, but also as a spiritual practice. Um, just in exploring the breath and the mind-body connection and uh, how we hold tension in our bodies from our traumas and things of that nature. When I was in South Florida, I also got to study with a lot of different practitioners like acupuncturists and chiropractors, neuromuscular therapists. Like That's, I, that's when I started to get to play in that alternative healthcare uh, realm and that, that started kind of laying down that foundation. Once I left South Florida, I had my own business there. I went to Boulder, Colorado, which is where I'm at now. I've been there for 10 years. And I, this is when I really got introduced to the world of fascia and what that is. And I worked at a clinic, a physical therapy clinic with Dr. Mark Barnes. And Mark Barnes is the son of John Barnes, who created myofascial release. Mm. Our entire clinic was based on the fascial system. So what Mark was doing there was creating this beautiful, cohesive method of treating a person as, as a whole body. So it not only included physical therapy, 
because he was a physical therapist, but it included myofascial release. It included yoga. It included Pilates. So we had this hybrid model in the clinic of where we all worked together and we treated the individual as a whole and, and their treatment plan included all of those things. And so that's where really my first uh, understanding and knowledge of fascia even started. Like I, before that, it was all about muscles and bones and alignment and nutrition <laughs> and all these things. And then enter the fascial system. <laughs> then enter the fascial system. Right. And so that's kind of what put me on the path that I'm on now. You know, I worked for him for about eight years. We still work together from time to time. Um, and then I started down the road with Dr. Voyer about four years ago and and working with the Eldoa and myofascial stretching system and his teletherapy program. Okay. So what did you study at Con- University of Kentucky then? <laughs> I was an English major. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You were, a wild, you were a wildcat <laughs> cheerleader too, right? Mm-hmm. The wild. Yes, I, don't t- I don't tell a lot of people that. <laughs> <laughs> I dug yes. into you a little bit. I did my research. Got got in the closet. <laughs> yeah, uh, quite a gymnast you were too. Yeah, a highly competitive gymnast. Yeah, yeah. The only reason I quit gymnastics was because of my spine. You know, I I had a really bad um, spinal fracture that was super painful and. Um, it was something that's pretty common with gymnasts because of the extreme extension with all the backward bending and things like that. And they were like, you know, this is going to heal. It'll get better. But this is something that you're going to be basically dealing with for the rest of your life because you continually do that movement. And so I kind of had to make a choice at that time of like, am I going to keep doing this? Um, because at that point, you know, it was a huge investment from my family, time and money wise. You know, I I only went to school for a half day. You know, we traveled an hour and a half each way to get to practice, things of that nature. And I had to really make a choice of like, am I going to keep pushing and potentially really destroy myself or am I going to start doing other things? Uh, very, very, very sadly, I had to, I had, I chose to give it up. Well, I think you found your niche. Yeah. So, <laughs> and it's a yeah. good niche. You know, we're about a year and a few months into this pandemic or pandemic, depending on which side of the fence you're on. But either way, whatever side of the fence you've on, we all have been affected very greatly by this. And how do you feel this whole thing has affected our bodies as a whole? I mean, it has affected our mental for sure. I mean, separation anxiety, alcoholism's on a rise, drug use is on a rise, suicide's on a rise. There's a lot of things that are happened, but also the fact that you know, I know I've been I've been working out of this office for, <laughs> I, for 15 years. So I was working out of, at home before it was cool. Right, right. And I know that myself, I've had to make concessions that I set a timer for 45 minutes. So I've worked for 45 minutes. The timer goes off. 15 minutes, I get up and I move and I stretch. I do some you know, knee bends or I take out my foam roller and roll my back out, Yeah. you know, and because otherwise you actually, your body starts shrinking, you know, <laughs> you know, yeah. so you, and plus your posture, you, and now we're all walk around with the invention of cell phones. We all walk around with our heads bowed down, looking at this stupid screen. Yeah. yeah. 
you know, so all that has an effect. So what, what else do you feel has affected our bodies over this, this whole thing? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I mean, it's big, you know, it, it's really big. And just as, you know, when the whole thing started, we saw what happened to planet Earth, right? We had the water changing and animals coming out and things like that as, as things shifted, you know, I think most of us experience just as great of an impact on a not so positive level within our bodies. You know, it's, it's one of those things that I believe that the, that the hardest part of the whole thing or the, the, one of the most impactful things of this whole thing has been stress. I mean, that's, it's been stress. It's this, and whether it's mental stress, emotional stress, because it's been a combination of those things, right? Mentally fearful, scared, what's happening, what's going on, the unknown, change that we're not planning for, you know, not knowing what's going to happen a week from now, a month from now, the fears, the, the things that have happened with people's jobs. So, you know, mental stress, the emotional stress, you know, it's put an incredible amount of pressure on our relationships. Um, our primary relationships, our, our loves, our husbands, our wives, our kids, not seeing our family. And then the physical, the environmental stressors of people not being able to commune, you know, not being able to, to come together and us really starting to, I think, realize how that impacts us. You know, we are pack animals, we're communal animals, we're meant to interface. And so when we remove that, you know, we, we're removing our support system. We're removing that interfacing of sharing our biomes, right? That helps us keep our biomes healthy. That helps keep our, in our internal environment healthy. So I would say stress has been the, the, largest, the largest thing on all of those levels, mental, mental, emotional, physical, that's had the greatest impact. You know, people are inside a lot more... Um, not getting fresh air, not getting sunshine, um, afraid to go out, afraid to interface, things like that. And so I think that stress, that, that, that stress is the biggest impact of, of this whole thing. Yeah. Where people aren't, we don't have tools, you know, as, as a whole, especially in the American society, we're not given tools. Uh, we don't have a lot of tools of, of, of how to deal with this. How do you deal with this kind of stress? Right. And stress is the number one driver for disease. Exactly. So it's a, it's a vicious circle because the living in that sympathetic mode that we've lived in for the last year and a couple months reduces our immune system to, and our immune system was needed to stop this crazy right. stuff. Yeah. So that, it's, that, it's just like a... That's, that's it, the sad thing. Right. It's a vicious <laughs> circle. Totally. Very, very much. And, you know, and we resort to eating crap. We resort to things that aren't good for our body, like alcohol. And, you know, it's a, just a vicious circle. Let's do this. Let's dive into Aldo and our body's fascist system. Because where does this come into play? And I know for myself that, just briefly, that I need that. I need to just stretch out my arms, wiggle my fingers raise my hands above my head, do the goofy stretches that I do, nothing like the Eldoa, which I dove into uh, last night and this morning to try and get these poses. Yeah. And 
honestly, they're not. It's only a sixty second pose. Yeah, but it's not hard, easy to hold for sixty no. seconds. <laughs> no, you think sixty seconds is a short period of time until you and, do it, which it is. <laughs> but to to hold that pose for sixty seconds is a lot. So first, let's begin with the body's fascia system. What is the body's fascia system for those that don't know? And why is it so important? So uh, this is, it's always interesting to describe this because um, so that people understand that, as you said, it, it's a hard thing for people to, to, to grab onto. What I would say is that for people that are, after they listen to this or they want to dig further or even for yourself, um, if you get on YouTube, there is a video called Scrolling Under the Skin. And it gives a very clear depiction uh, video, live video of what our fascial system looks like inside of our body. It's beautifully done and it's a, it gives you a really you know visual way to, so that you can see it. Basically, fascia is made very much of collagen fibers and other things. And it, it, it makes our connective tissue. It's part of what makes, makes that tissue that, that connects things to our bones. The way the fascial system works is that it is a complete system that is totally connected from the top of your head all the way to the bottoms of your feet, to the tips of your fingers and toes. And it is, it, most people think of the fascia and they think that it just kind of sits between the skin and the muscles and that it's just this kind of suit, you know, or like a layer of cellophane type of thing. And even though that's part of it, what people don't realize is that the fascia permeates all the way down through the muscle into the fibers down to the bone. So it is what holds us together. Our organs are wrapped in fascia. Um, every part of us is inter interwoven with fascia. The cool thing about fascia is that, and this is what a lot of people don't know, is that fascia does not stretch. It actually doesn't stretch. It slides. And so what the fascia looks like is that they're these tiny little tubes or these, these little, they look like a fine, almost like a spider web, but they're tubes where fluid travels through these little tiny tubes. And so when we start moving the fascial system, what happens is that those little tubes slide and glide on each other. So they can hop from one one part to, to the other, they slide and glide to create change. They actually don't stretch. Fascia is very strong. It is, it is super strong. And so it doesn't pull and stretch the way we think about kind of uh, a rubber band of like stretching it out. It, it actually slides and glides. What's important about the fascia is that it is a delivery system. Um, it, it, like I said, it's these little tubes and fluid moves through these tiny tubules. And so the ground substance gets delivered to the cells in part through the fascial system. What I find to be one of the most important things of the fascial system is that it interfaces directly with our nervous system. Mm. So when we're trying to create that calming effect in the body and we're wanting to get out of that fight or flight, one of the things that the Eldoa addresses because we're focusing on the fascial system is the nervous system. Mm. And so by doing some of the Eldoas and the myofascial work, when they're done properly, what you will feel is this general 
lowering of the nervous system. You're going to feel a lowering of your heart rate. You're going to feel more centered, more grounded. Um, you just, you're, you will feel yourself move out of that fight or flight state. And that's, that, that to me, uh, there's so many other things, but that to me with, in accordance with what you just said, right? Stress is the, is the basis of all of our disease. If we're not going to treat our nervous system and deal with our stress, no matter what we do, whether it's yoga, weight training, running, drugs, supplements, food, stress will erode every single thing that we put in place to try to make ourselves better. Hmm. Just out of curiosity, what is this fluid that's running? Is it water? Because our body has a lot of water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and is that's, it- and that's, yeah, it's, it's moving. It's using, it's using the water of the body. It's, it's using your, your fluids, your water in the body as a transport system to push fluids that contain different nutrients, minerals, what's called ground substance, um, to deliver that to the areas of the body, be it your organs, your muscles, you know, it's a fluid delivery system that will deliver that ground substance to said, said area. So, which is another reason people should try and drink a gallon of water a day. Exactly. I mean, one of the one of the things that when people come in to see me, the very first thing I ask is how much water are you drinking? When we work on our Aldoa training, the first, the very first thing we talk about is fluid, and the reason for that is that fluid is not compressible. You can't compress fluid. It's just it's not compressible. It just moves. Right. And so when we're the least bit dehydrated, what happens is that compression ensues in the body. So our joints start to compress. Everything starts to shrink. Like you said, you know, we start shrinking because we don't have enough fluid in the body. And so um, perfect example is like I had a new brand new client come in a couple weeks ago um, in her late 60s, early 70s. First thing I asked her, how much water are you drinking? She tells me. I try not to judge pee my pants. <laughs> I'm like, oh gosh. So, you know, I'm like, okay, so your first bill of homework here before we even get started is I want you to drink half your body weight in ounces of water every day. And I gave her tools as to how she's going to start doing that, how she's going to start that increase. When you're dehydrated, it can take up to two weeks to get hydrated. Right. Just because you have one day of drinking water doesn't mean that it's like, well, I'm hydrated. It can take weeks depending on how bad it is. Came to me a lot of shoulder pain, severe shoulder pain, been doing PT, all kinds of things. And just from drinking water for one week, her shoulder pain went away. Absolutely. She did not change anything else. That's interesting. I work at a hormone replacement therapy clinic sometimes. And when people come in to give the blood draw, and when you're not, don't have enough water, that blood comes out very slowly, if at all. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And it's like, you can always, I can always hear the lady who draws the blood cussing because she goes, damn it, he didn't drink enough water. He didn't drink enough water. (laughs) But yeah, half your body weight in water a day. And it's not easy. It's not easy. It's, you know. If you're 200 pounds, that's 100 ounces of water. That's a lot of weight. Yeah. That's a lot of water. Yeah. A lot of you know, water. And now they've got water jugs that sink to your phone that tell you when to drink. That's like, exactly. I saw that the other day at the store. I'm like, what the heck? I it's know, got a so. chip in the, in the <laughs> jug. 
right? So you really <laughs> need something to tell you to drink water. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's fascinating. Yeah. And I, you know, I'm, I'm dealing with my, my aging father right now who, you know, he's got a lot of stuff going on. His body, you know, he's starting to hurt, carpal tunnel, all these different things. And I'm like, what, you know, what happened? It's like this happened all like overnight. And he's, I, when I asked him, he's, he's not, he's not drinking any water. <laughs> None, right. no water, and I'm like, Dad. Right, exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Trying not to lose it. <laughs> That's like, I mean, you know. And then there's the purity of the water. I mean, a lot of people don't get that either. There's yeah. a, you know, if you're drinking tap water, you're putting a lot of chemicals in your body that you don't need. So yeah. it's like really difficult, you know, as a practitioner that helps people reverse disease. You have to explain to them, look. Bottled water is not the best because it comes in plastic. Exactly. You know, there's a, but I'd rather have you drink this than, you know, just don't leave it out in the sun and drink it. Exactly. You know, but, but there are really inexpensive versions of, I've got one that sits on my counter with a big filter and you just fill it with water. It takes out all the particles. So there's options. So, Let's dig into Aldoa because this is, first of all, what are the origins of Aldoa and what does Aldoa stand for? Yeah. Because it's not um, just some word in the dictionary. Yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> Aldoa is actually a French acronym uh, and it was created by an osteopath named Dr. Guy Voyer. The American English version is elongation, longitudinal, decoaction, osteoarticulate. So <laughs> it's a it's a it's a really hard thing to try to to translate. Basically, what it stands for is longitudinal. We'll call it longitudinal decoaction, and what that means is that through these specific movements, through working with the fascial lines, we're doing something called decoaction. And what decoaption means is that we are actually pumping fluid into a space. So people will often uh, generically with Eldoa or the myofascial stretches say that, you know, we're decompressing. And Dr. Boyd, he's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, we're doing far more than decompressing, right? So when you think about like hanging on a, you know, an inversion table, right? With your heels hooked up and you're hanging, you're decompressing, right? You're, you're, you're pulling apart, you're creating space. The difference between decompressing and decoapting is that with decoapting, we are actually moving fluid. Decompressing does not move fluid. It just opens up space. It doesn't help to move those good fluids into that space. Okay. Yeah. So... What you're basically doing is opening up places that the fluid's not getting, correct? Right. So, so basically, what happens here is that we're working with the idea of what is what what is referred to as a lemniscate or a lemniscat, which means a figure eight, or if like you think about the infinity symbol, right. or an even more basic way to think about it is, so if you have a washcloth, right? You have a washcloth that's right. wet. You take it, you twist it in a you know, in a figure right. eight pattern, it's going to twist. What happens? The water moves out, right? It pushes fluid out. And so what happens here with the eldoas and myofascial stretches is that we're positioning the body in a very, very specific, particular way 
that puts our entire fascial system, remember it's all connected through the whole body, we're taking the fascia, we're twisting it into a figure eight or a lemony scat, which forces the fluid to move through the tube. Hmm. Yeah. So that's why it's very different than any other type of, it's not yoga, it's not even close to yoga, it's not, you know, active stretching, like there's, this is, this is very specific to the fascial body because we are trying to move fluid through the system and get the fluid to places where it's not traveling well to get the tissue to heal, to get the body to get healthier. And in that moving of the fluid, what it's also doing is flushing out bad fluid, right? So as we're pushing fluid around, we're also flushing out inflammation in the joints and things mm. of that nature. You're going to flush out toxins. There's a lot going on. We're working with cerebral spinal fluid here. We're teaching the, the body to pump the fluid up and down the spine through the brain. That's the cool thing about it is that we're, we're truly healing the body. We're working with our whole organs, with our, all of our organs, uh, with our brain. You know, this isn't just specific to your, to your bones and your structure. So what are the benefits of Aldoa? So what I would say is this. And this is the this is one of the the stories that I always tell people. People that know me, you've you've read a little bit about you know my history and all of this. Um, I read a lot about you. Yeah, you read, <laughs> read a lot about me. Um, I was really I was severely impacted from from what I chose to do growing up. Severely impacted, like I said, with things that that wouldn't heal, that never got better. Even as I moved to Boulder, you know, I had gotten a lot better given all those things I had done with yoga and Pilates and neuromuscular therapy and acupuncture and all these things, I've gotten a lot better, but I still had those really deep things that were not getting better, that did not heal. That was just still a constant tweak. I still hadn't started running again, right? I, I was still not running. The true benefit of Eldoa that because we're dealing with the fascia, so what happens is this, when you have an injury, right? Let's say you fall. Mm -hmm. Let's say you break something. Let's say you're in a car accident. Uh, let's say you have a surgery, right? You have a C-section or, um, you know, any kind of surgery, right? What happens is that we start to create scar tissue or fascial adhesions throughout our body. So wherever that scar was, wherever that fall was, wherever that break was, what happens is that that fascial system starts to get really thick in that area, it gets thick, it starts to get stuck. We lose the sliding and the gliding in the area. So since we're losing the sliding and the gliding of the area and everything's getting thick, those little tubes start getting clogged and now we're not getting the delivery per se of the ground substances of all those good things. And so now we've got a muscle that doesn't work right, right? We've got a joint that just won't heal. We've got a gut that I'm, you know, why am I so constipated? What is, you know, why can't I get my gut to start? You know, I do all these things from my biome. I'm eating well. I'm taking my probiotics, blah, blah, blah. My gut still won't heal, you know, things of that nature. And so we get these adhesions. We get this scar tissue. Now we're losing our delivery, right? We're losing the delivery of healing nutrients that our body naturally has, even as we age, to that area. And so as we start treating the fascial system and we start working with that fluid delivery, that nutrient delivery to that area, now things can actually heal. And so that is where the light bulb <laughs> turned on for me 
as I started learning about the fascial system with Dr. Barnes and his father, they started working with Dr. Boyer because it was then that my body really started to heal. So when I started working with my fascial system and got away from muscles, muscles, this muscle, that muscle, this joint, dun, 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 and started looking at, you know, why aren't those things healing? What is going on here? Why isn't this getting better? Um, and address the fascial system and my nervous system. Then I started to heal. Then I started running again. Then the SI joint pain that I had for 15 years finally went away. That's what made me open my eyes and say, okay, you know, this is, this is really healing. This is getting us somewhere. And it's empowering because once you really learn the techniques and you work with the techniques, you know, you don't need anything for this. You don't need equipment. You don't need a gym. You don't need anything except for your body. Oh, this is interesting because, you know, like I have, I know in, in my family, a lot of my family have that curved spine, neck. They have like a hunchback. Yeah, yeah. Especially the women. And they suffer from osteoporosis a lot, most of the women in my family. So is this something that can correct that? Yes. Yes, yes. So Dr. Boyer originally created the Eldoas specifically to the spine. He had young children who had severe, severe scoliosis, severe, okay. that they wanted to put rods in her spine when she was, you know, like 12 or 13 or something like that. And a little bit about his history is that Dr. Boyer was a complete body nerd. I mean, he was fascinated with the body. He grew up in the morgue with his uncle dissecting bodies when he was seven. Okay. He, this was his, you know, this was his passion and he, he was on the road to become a, um, orthopedic surgeon. Like that's, that's what he was doing. And the story is that as he started to think and understand the fascial system, and he, you know, he was a, he'd done physical therapy. He was a physical therapist. He was, you know, on this path of how do we heal the body? What he would do is that when he was on the rounds in the hospital and he was in charge of the rounds in the hospital, he would always take the late night rounds and he would put his students in the x-ray machines and put them in these positions called aldoas to see what actually happened to the structure. And so... It was that, and, and it was his daughters that really, you know, was part of, was part of the driver. Plus, he had his own he had his own health issues. He was partially paralyzed at one point, not anymore. That so it was the spine. To get back to your question, that um that drove that was his original focus. And basically, what we're doing with the Eldoa is it's like if you so we have this you know obviously we have these natural curves in the spine that are supposed to be there. Right. And they're, they are there as an absorption mechanism, right? So when the spine is in those nice, normal curves, they function like a spring so that it absorbs impact and compression through the body as we move and run and do all those kinds of things. And now what happens is that as we deviate from what's considered neutral or normal, now our compression actually starts to increase because we start losing the springing mechanism and we start creating compensation patterns instead. You almost want to think about it like if you think about like a garden hose, right? When a garden hose is aligned the right way, the water flows really fluidly and easily. And the more it gets 
twisted or kinked, we get fluid back up, things don't flow well. And so the Eldoas are kind of like unkinking the garden hose is what we're doing. Mm, we're, we're, we're working with, the, with your own innate strengths, your own system to reset and shift the body to get the kinks out of the garden hose. Interesting. So, I mean, the question is really dumb, but now that I think about it, because everybody should try this, because but my question was who should try Aldoa? But I think knowing more about Aldoa now, I mean, it's something that everybody needs. I mean, we all, like I said, we sit at a desk. We all put our body through some kind of hell during our course of our lives. Yeah. And nobody, like I said earlier, nobody's really taught how to stretch properly ever. Yeah. Other than the goofy stretches they do before, uh, you know, do before a sport. Right. So I tried a pose called a T67, mm. mm-hmm. which is the desk workers of the pose. Or, mm-hmm. So when you're doing these, mm-hmm. how do you get like my hand? will only bend to a 45 degree angle instead of flat out. Mm-hmm. So how, as an instructor, how do you get somebody to go to that? Because you're supposed to be at a level, your hand's supposed to be able to bend a complete 90 degrees, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's, a, that's, your, that's your end goal, given your, given, given your structure, given where you're at. I mean, that's, that's how it looks when it's done perfectly and ideally right, right. with a body that can do it. But, Essentially, what we're trying to do is just a matter of creating maximum tension in the system. Okay. So even if you're not able to bend that hand all the way back to what's ideal, as long as you're going as far as you can, right, you're creating that maximum tension in your fascial system. And that's going to look different from body to body. Um, the main thing is just that you're giving that 100% effort with whatever your body can do so that you are creating the maximum tension to get the fluid to move. Okay. So, and this is a, each pose is a 60 second pose, correct? Yes. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to be honest with the listeners that this is not easy to hold for 60 seconds. 60 seconds doesn't sound like a long time, but to hold your hand like that for 60 seconds to the maximum you can do. And, and the pose that, I was on was you you're trying to straighten your back out and push your knees to the floor. Yeah. And to hold it for 60 seconds. Yeah. So after about 30 seconds, you're ready to give in. Totally. <laughs> and it's but it's so here's a problem I have is like I Googled Aldoa in Atlanta. And Atlanta's a very big metropolitan city. Mm-hmm. And there's only one place. In the whole city, which is downtown by Emory University, go figure, that does Aldoa. Uh So how does a person listening to this episode say, hey, I want to try this Aldoa. I need this Aldoa in my life. I have some issues that I feel like I could benefit. Well, we all have stress. So one of them is, one of the benefits is reduced stress. So where does one go to find an Eldoa class? And you have a couple of great websites. And I, and I believe on one of them, you actually have a virtual class or virtual training. 
correct? One of the things I was saying to you earlier is that there are less than 200 certified LDOA practitioners in the world. The thing about the LDOA is, and, and Dr. Voye is, he is a, he is a tough French man. I will tell you, he is, you know, I just did another course with him a month or so ago and a, he, he is a powerhouse, a fascinating individual to learn from. And he wants things done a certain way. And, um, the, the, one of the things that, you know, he struggled with, and that a lot of us struggle with, especially now in the pandemic, is that to be able to work with somebody one-on-one, at at least to learn some foundational things is really nice. Um, Because you do, we are working with things, you know, first of all, most people, a lot of people aren't in their bodies, right? They don't have a lot of body awareness. They don't have an awareness of where is their body in space. You know, if you get to work with athletes and people that are really active, great, sure, you know, they've got this amazing awareness and it's like, boom, 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 you tell them what to do and they know, they know what, what to do and where to go. But, but most, most of the general population, it, it's harder. There's not this great body awareness. And as you saw with a little bit of Eldoa that you started to, to play with, very particular. There are a lot of things happening. There's like, you know, 20 different things happening in every posture. So it's really nice if you can at least work with somebody one-on-one once just so that you can get that tactile feedback to feel and help you understand what's going on. Now, when you don't have it available to you, like if that's not, like that's your best case scenario is to really be able to work with somebody in person. Um, and now as a result of the pandemic, if you can't do that or in your, your, if you're in an area where you know, there's not an LDOA practitioner around. What I offer, so we have two different things right now. Um, on my website, mywholebody.net, I offer virtual LDOA and myofascial stretching classes that are offered both virtually and in person that people can come into the studio and do. They can also do it in person, or sorry, they can also do it virtually. Um, and I offer a complimentary, a complimentary 30-minute intake with everybody so that we can actually sit down and talk about their needs. I can take a look at their structure and at least get a a decent idea of what's going on so that whatever we do is prescribed accordingly for their body and they're not doing things that could potentially injure them or, uh, you know, just give them a bad experience. With our, our other thing that we have going on right now is with, um, Dragonfly Health and Wellness. And basically, it's dragonfly-health.com. And what I've just done with them has, is um, I've created a six-week healthy spine program that's part of their wellness program. Um, and within this program, some of the LDOAs and the myofascial stretches are blended into this, uh, along with stuff for nervous system and stress reduction very educational about what the fascial system does. We talk about desk ergonomics. We talk about hydration. We talk about breathing. Um, And so it's a six-week complete course for people who are really looking to work specifically with their spine. Honestly, it would benefit anyone, even if you didn't have spine problems. Um, But yeah, but it's, it's really specific to working with the spine, working with posture, working with the breathing, the breathing system to, to, to work with the with decollapsion and decompression. So, how long is a general uh, uh, LDOA 
how long do you like yoga classes are an hour or whatever, but how long is an Aldoa session? Yeah. Um, so are the classes themselves are an hour. I mean, and it's, and it's not that you're doing Aldoa's straight for an hour. You're doing other things. Like we work with breathing, we work on resetting the nervous system and the vagus nerve. Uh, we do a very um, specific osteoticular warm up to prep the body because you should never just go into an aldoa cold. You want the body <laughs> to be warm. We want the fluid to be moving. We want that. You want to be supple as you go into the aldoas. So the class itself is an hour. However, uh, when someone works on their own, so if they're doing the aldoas and myofascial stretches on their own, what we really are is a sum total of what we do on a regular basis. So if you were to only do one Eldoa every single day for a week or two weeks, if you were to just spend 60 seconds in one single Eldoa every day, you would create a profound impact and change in your system very quickly. Interesting. So the two places that can dragonflyhealth.com, dragonfly-health.com, these links yes. will be in the show notes. Myholebody.net. Mm-hmm. Now, for some of the practitioners that uh, listen to my podcast, where would one go to learn to be an Eldoa instructor? Yeah. So, <laughs> Doctor Voyer obviously, you know, teaches himself, and he he only has, I believe, there's six, maybe seven. There's less than ten people that teach for him. So if you go to, I think, let me make sure that I'm, that I tell you this right. Um, make sure it's right here. And Boye is all capital. Yes. Which was interesting. So if you, I mean, if you just do your, do your search. Aldoa Method? Yeah. So aldoamethod.com, you'll start to find uh, your info about Dr. Boyer and all of his programs. Okay. Um, Aldoa is one of his most advanced programs. He offer, also offers soma training and soma therapy, which is part part of his, of his schooling. Uh, he also, he has an osteopathic training as well that you can get into. So if you're if you're looking to to learn more, he's got um, people based in Miami. There are people based in California. Uh, there's some people based in Canada, Texas. You know, he has a small handful of of practitioners where you can travel to and study. What's been happening right now is that he's been doing his portion because of the pandemic. He's been teaching virtually as far as the practical per- portion of anatomy and all the fascial system and things like that. So you get to do that with him virtually, but then you travel to one of his professionals to do the hands-on piece of things. Awesome. Yeah. Well, this has been very interesting. And I appreciate you taking the time out of your day and you're, you're on vacation right now. So <laughs> I appreciate you taking that time. This is, this is awesome. This is a question that doesn't have anything to do with health and wellness or Aldo, or, mm-hmm. but I ask all my guests, if Nikki Costello had 30 to 45 minutes to just relax and chill or dance, or what album or artist would you put on to listen to or unwind? If dancing mm-hmm. unwinds you, that's great because dancing is a form of relaxation. Mm-hmm. Gosh. 
That's a, that's a pretty big question there, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, sure some people, I'm, I'm sure some people are like, boom, and they have the yeah, answer. Yeah. Like, some know, interesting ones. Yeah, I, you know, it's uh, I, I'm, a, I'm a huge hip hop fan. Okay, but like I'm an old school hip hop fan from like '80s, '90s, right. early 2000s. So that's when hip hop was of, really good. That's when exactly. That's when hip hop was really good. So honestly, I will often put on some old hip hop from the '80s, '90s, early 2000s of like CeeLo Green and Goody Mob. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> because they have this amazing storytelling that is just very gospel-like and right. groovy and they tell these amazing stories of hard work and and, right. and survival that right. is super inspiring but the music itself is just i love to dance you know i was a dancer at one point and um the music itself is just super groovy and, and inspiring and, yeah. and relaxing yeah i would I'd, I'd, i'm most likely to go for some old school hip-hop okay all right <laughs> yeah well, thank you very much. I appreciate you coming on once again. And uh, it's so, so great to meet you. Thanks for taking yeah. the time to have me and let me give me an opportunity just to really spread, like I said, the good word about the Eldoa and Dr. Boy's system because it's um it's something that's needed. You know, it's yeah. something that people need. It's an answer. You know, it's an answer, honestly, to a lot of people's problems. I have people come in all the time. Another woman just came in recently, pain, so many years, first class, very first class, best she's felt in two years. And, you know, that's huge. When people are saying those things to me, I'm like, okay, we're doing something good here. You know, and as a a practitioner that helps people get healthy, you know, I start with the low-hanging fruit. And stress is number, stress is number one. Consumption of water is number two, usually. You know, ball movements and the rest fall in place. Eating, losing weight and eating and, and getting the connection between the mind and body is so powerful. Yeah. That if you can eliminate just 50% of the stress from somebody's life, they'll feel amazing. Yeah. So, all right. Well, God bless you. Thank you so much. And enjoy your visit with your parents. Thank you. And uh, are you still a Wildcats fan? <laughs> I still, I do still watch the Wildcats when it comes to basketball. Okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was not ever a huge football fan, but basketball was you always know, fun. I've always enjoyed the, it. And, they're always good at basketball, but they always struggle at football. Yeah. You know, not their but thing. they're in the SEC. So if you, oh. if you yeah. That's a tough, it's a very <laughs> tough, I'm an Alabama and Michigan fan. So yeah, now see, Alabama was my second choice. I almost yeah. went to Alabama. <laughs> so yeah, roll tide. That's, you know, they're, but Kentucky, they play some good ball, but they just, it's hard to draft in that. It's hard to get yeah. prospects. As, I mean, honestly, if you're coming out of high school as a number one contender, you know, you want to be on TV. Georgia, Alabama, Florida are the places to go. Yeah. No, they're you know? not looking at Kentucky. For South Carolina. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> but now when you go to Kentucky, because I usually go to the Bourbon Fest in Louisville once a year. Oh, yeah. So, awesome. but when you go there, then you're, you got Louisville and Kentucky fans everywhere. So, yeah. Yeah. They're very much vested in their horses, bourbon, and basketball. Yes. <laughs> horses, <laughs> bourbon, and basketball. You're That's right. That's it right there. <laughs> it is. It is. It's, yeah. Good food there, too. Yeah. But 
it's a good place. But it's nice countryside. I mean, it's beautiful it's drive beautiful. through. Yeah, it's a beautiful. It's really a beautiful place. Really great people. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's it's really interesting. I enjoy my trips there every September, but it's interesting. So yeah, it's, it's interesting to say. All right. Well, have fun <laughs> visiting your parents. When are you going back? I head back to Boulder on Sunday. Okay. Yeah. Well, enjoy Boulder. You got your summer coming up. I think Colorado is pretty much open. Yeah. Uh, you know, in, in we have in Boulder, we're um, everything's still about fifty percent capacity. Okay. So we're still with fifty uh, percent capacity in our restaurants. I think that changes here pretty soon. They've opened up a lot of stuff. Um, I noticed you know, that Red Rocks yeah. opened up their schedule for the summer. So. Yeah, they're doing limited capacity yep. shows, um, I, so that that'll drugs. be nice. I love that. Of this whole thing, the only thing I honestly missed or miss are live shows. Yeah, like everything else, I'm not I'm not worried about. I, yeah. Yeah, the only thing I miss is my live music. <laughs> yeah, you know, a restaurant here last April started a thing called the parking lot concert. and so they had live bands at the end of the parking lot, and you rented. You purchased a parking lot space that could allow, they, allow, they were allowed four people in your space. Mm-hmm. So that's the only way I got my live music fix all summer last summer is by going to that's those awesome. parking lot concerts. That's but things awesome. are opening Maybe up, you know, and I just got my tickets for Motley Crue. I don't know why I'm going to that yet, but, <laughs> but it, it's opening up. So, yeah. All right. Take care. Enjoy your visit. And we'll talk to you later. Thanks, Tom. Thanks for having me. Have an awesome day. Thank you for joining in today with the Rebel Health Coach, Tom Underwood. And be sure to subscribe to the show so you can catch all the episodes. With desire and commitment, you can implement a lifestyle of wellness and fitness. For the support, encouragement, and tools you need to be successful, visit TomUnderwood.net.